Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. I had the opportunity to visit with Stephanie Rhodes. Stephanie was one of my students that had come out of retirement to launch a cloud career at the age of 69. Stephanie landed a position with a Fortune 500 company as a Salesforce administrator, and she still remains in that position today. Now, I remember during that initial interview, several things stood out to me from my talk with Stephanie. One was that she took the initiative of making her own experience. Many of you will find that when you're trying to land your first Salesforce job, you'll be told that you don't have enough experience. And my advice has always been to my students to either make your own experience or to grow where you're planted. Now, to grow where you're planted means to implement Salesforce in your existing job, if at all possible. But there's a lot of organizations that don't use Salesforce. So in those instances, I do encourage people to weave Salesforce experience into their life. And how Stephanie was able to make her own experience was by leveraging Salesforce to help manage her homeowners association. She was involved in an HOA in her neighborhood. And with being in that position, there's a lot of information to track for an HOA, such as the different households and members of those households and phone numbers and addresses and any sort of outreach campaigns or election process as far as nominating people for board positions releasing the ballot, tabulating votes. There's all sorts of scenarios that can be handled on the Salesforce platform in this one example of how you can make your own experience. Now, why I'm talking about this today is that I've recently thrown my own hat into the ring to run for a position on my local HOA. This is my first time of getting civically involved or running for any sort of office at all. And it's really interesting because it's in the backdrop of the 2020 election cycle, and we're seeing at a national level here in the United States, historic numbers of voter turnout. And that is such a gargantuan amount of votes happening that it just boggles my mind. And I see as well the enormity of launching a campaign of any level because I'm looking at running for what would be considered in the grand scheme of things, really small potatoes position. It's a neighborhood that has roughly 140 households in it. So we are vying for a pull of at most 140 to 150 votes. So I want to focus on politics a little bit. I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to talk about how this relates to your cloud career and specifically as well to Salesforce in general and how you can make your own experience by helping someone locally to you in your own neighborhood to implement an HOA management system on the platform. Now you may not have an HOA in your neighborhood and so this may not relate, but even if you have friends or family that are members of an HOA or maybe potentially running or they just need something set up to help with mailing out information or emailing out, whatever the communication channels may be, I wanna encourage you to think about considering leveraging the Salesforce platform to build out some sort of HOA management. Now, keep in mind that the free Salesforce accounts that they provide are intended for just one to two users, 
and there are hard limits there on data as well. So this is more for your educational purposes, and I wouldn't say to run your entire HOA off of this software. This would be more for your own internal use, and what I am doing as a candidate for the HOA is I am leveraging the power of Salesforce to my advantage in order to defeat my opponent and because I have the ability to do that on the platform. And I know how to use the platform pretty well, and so I'm going to leverage that, but I'm not opening up my own Salesforce developer account to others, and I'm just keeping this to myself, basically. So I do want to have that as a caveat, though, because I'm not, I don't want to encourage this audience to go out and violate the terms of service of these free Salesforce accounts that they so graciously provide. And just as a quick aside, I just want to mention how amazing it is that to this day, Salesforce still provides free accounts to those of us wanting to learn the platform. That may not seem like a big deal, but I actually had a student reach out to me, and this was kind of humorous. There's other platforms out there other than Salesforce, obviously, one of which is known as Workday, and that's more in the human resources space. And it is quite a successful cloud platform. And a student reached out and was wondering if I knew of anyone like me that taught Workday, because he wanted a teacher that taught like I did and communicated like I did, because I guess my teaching style resonated with him in particular. And I told him, I'm sorry, I don't know of any Workday instructors. And so I did a little research as far as what is out there, as far as Workday training and certifications and doing searches for ways of getting a free Workday account. Now, uh, you feel free to leave a comment or connect with me if there is a way to get a free Workday account, but I, from what I could tell, it was not readily apparent that Workday makes their accounts free to anyone to learn on the platform. That is kind of behind a walled garden that will, will involve really a barrier to entry, quite frankly. And by Salesforce opening up that entry point into the ecosystem by giving these free accounts, that really does help them in growing the ecosystem and they're just growing like crazy. And the, that's one of the reasons why they're so successful. So having these free Salesforce accounts is instrumental to your success. And then you can leverage that then for these internal projects, not something that would be opening this up or sharing your login with your whole neighborhood or anything like that. I'm trying to be abundantly clear here. Don't do that. That's not cool. But you can use it for your own learning. And then from your learning, and if you're actually using that to benefit either your own campaign or a friend's campaign, or if you're helping out on one of the committees of the HOA in this example, and you're just doing it to stay organized, you can leverage that as experience on your resume. It's not necessarily a paid position, it's a volunteer position, but it is it can be very beneficial to you on your resume. Because then as well, you can speak in the interview about the challenges you had to overcome technically in order to make a usable product, a usable app, something that would work on the desktop and on mobile as well. And what I'm anticipating doing as, as I'm going out and meeting people, and it's kind of challenging now because of the age of COVID, I'm going to be doing a lot of this virtually. I'm actually revealing in this podcast a lot of my digital strategy. So perhaps my opponent will listen to this and try to steal my thunder, but I don't think they'll be able to get up to speed quickly enough to do that. But I'm going to be scheduling Zoom calls with these individuals, these households, and even some group calls with other candidates as well in order to discuss the things that are important to us as a group. We actually have a group of about seven or eight candidates 
that are trying to bring in some fresh ideas for the neighborhood. The point here is that once you've built something on the platform, whether it's paid or free, if it's volunteer, that can go on the resume, that can go on the LinkedIn profile, and that can go in the stories that you share in the interview room as far as what you've built on the platform and how that solved a problem for you. So for me, there's not so much door-to-door canvassing going on because probably half of the people will be creeped out that I'm even at their door. My attempt is going to be to reach out, schedule Zoom calls, and then I need to keep track of who I've contacted, what are the issues that are important to them. That sounds like a recipe for Salesforce, and this would be something that the platform would do very, very well. And then from there, I can actually generate reports and do pretty graphics and be able to show and do surveys as well, quite frankly, and to demonstrate that this percentage of households that I've spoken to care about this issue or and then versus these other issues that uh, may come up for a vote in the future and so it's not just me relying on what i think but actually getting input from others and so salesforce does have the ability to create surveys and to survey the neighborhood and to get actual feedback and this is a new age that we live in now that we can work remotely and we can reach and scale to reach the masses whether that's in a neighborhood or if that's in a city campaign or if it's in a county campaign or state level or even nationally it's interesting to me because the word campaign even and just as fate would have it i'm recording this the day before the final presidential debate is scheduled at belmont university and that's in nashville i'm just outside of nashville so that is local to us and that is happening thursday night and we are right now I'll tell you when I'm recording this. It's 11.29 a.m. on Wednesday, the 21st of October. I'm having to really think about what day it is here. That's sad. But the word campaign is one of those standard objects in Salesforce. And I want to talk about what a campaign even is. A campaign can be any sort of attempt to gain attention, to attract attention. It is a war for attention out there, whether it is political, whether it is social, whether it is financial, if it's in the business realm, if it's in entertainment, anywhere that there's business or politics, anything where revenue flows, it's safe to say that there's campaigns going on. There's varying parties and entities with different interests and the end goal is to attract attention and that is done through a campaign. So whether it is PlayStation launching the PlayStation 5 or if it's Biden versus Trump or it's ABC versus NBC versus CBS versus HBO and Hulu and Netflix, etc., they all run campaigns. And so with this, hopefully comes a better understanding of what a campaign can be inside of Salesforce. And so if you're passionate about politics, bring that to the Salesforce platform. If you're passionate about entertainment, bring that to the platform. If you're passionate about launching your own business, of course, bring that to the platform. Not for Salesforce's sake, but for your sake. To be able to take what you're doing out there in the brick and mortar real world scenario and convert that to ones and zeros in the cloud and automate a lot of these things that you will need to do, whatever it may be, in order to reach the end goal, the end product is to make your own experience. Remember, 
It's not about Salesforce. It is about you. You are the product. You're the product manager and you are the product of your career. And your job is to promote and market yourself to attract attention. And so you can take your own job search as a marketing campaign. You can track your resume submissions. I had a student create a video of the app that he built, keeping track of his job submissions. And so you can do all these things on the platform. Now, you may be kicking yourself or thinking, wow, why hadn't I thought of that? A lot of times things are right under our noses and we don't even realize it. And we just get used to the buzzwords and the lingo and, oh, a campaign is just marketing in Salesforce or it's a trade show thing or it's billboards or it's radio or it's TV. Campaign can be something related to your career or your local aspirations to run for HOA. If you're crazy like I am, I'm probably going to really question why I did this. But what this podcast is about is helping you to find the intersection of attainable and essential in this new area that we find ourselves in. And Salesforce is the most attainable technology to a cloud career. And finding that other intersection of what is essential you can use the platform to make your own experience and launch your career. So do provide me feedback and thoughts on how you have used Salesforce to help further your career or to make your own experience or to grow where you're planted. And that could be anything political in nature or entertainment or in your job search. I think that through the community sharing these ideas, this will inspire others to go and do likewise. And a lot of times people just need to see the right recipe in the recipe book and that's something will resonate with them and they can go and run with it. I was just talking to my wife earlier today about some of the content from my platform app builder course because she's learning Salesforce right now. She's actually sitting in my uh, live Salesforce admin class, which just started on Monday night, which you can enroll late to that. I've just opened up late registration. If you go to courses.mikewheelermedia.com slash live, I'll put a link in the description for that. We were just talking about the context of learning, and she's also looking through the force.com fundamentals book, which is no longer available except for maybe on eBay. I had an old copy, and we were discussing and yes, we discussed this stuff. I know it sounds a little nerdy, but aren't we cute? We're, uh, we're learning Salesforce together. She's awesome. But anyway, let me focus on what I'm talking about here because I could talk about how much I love my wife all day long. So the Force.com Fundamentals book is one that covered the content found on the admin and platform app builder certifications. But back when it came out, it was the Force.com developer certification, which has been retired in favor of platform app builder. But through the duration of that book, they take you through the process of building an application. And if I remember correctly, it was a recruiting application not from the job seeker side, but from the recruiter side, which is kind of backwards in my mind. But I was talking about how hard that is to create training that takes someone through creating an app, but it's also really beneficial. And so I shared with my wife that that's what our platform app builder course did. And I worked on that with my son, Anthony, and we had students creating an IMDb clone that would be the internet movie database. And just the idea there was that we were trying to think of what is a type of database that people could relate to. 
And our hope was that people would be familiar with IMDb, looking up movies. And the thing about that particular website and application is that you have different entities or different objects that you would need, such as actors, you would need productions, you would need roles, and there would have to be different relationships between those. And so that would take us naturally down the path of having to create many-to-many relationships through junction objects. And so having the context of creating an app affords you all these avenues of exploring the platform a lot more fully. And so you could just build a clone app related to some website that you like. If you are a big basketball fan, there's nothing stopping you from doing a stats reference type of website and using Salesforce data for that. And I actually have a friend that his first app that he built was to help manage the stats for his local basketball league that he was in. And you just got to find something that you can relate to. Your thing may be bowling. It may be crocheting. I, I have no idea. But find what your hobbies and your passions are and figure out a way to get it on the platform. And I'll, I'll leave with another example that was really insightful to me when it was early in my journey. And I think my first Dreamforce was 2012 or 2013. I'm leaning towards 2012. And there appeared on stage Buddy from Cake Boss. And he's a very successful TV personality and he runs a bakery. And he's known as the Cake Boss. And they discussed how they use Salesforce in their business and they call it Cake Force. And so they run their entire business on the platform, at least they did back then. I assume they still do now. And so it was an example, though, of how a bakery was using Salesforce. And that was when really the light bulb went off for me, was that you can really use this platform for anything. And that was really insightful for me. And I've tried to then demonstrate that through this episode. And hopefully you've had some light bulb moments or some ideas here. And you can go and do likewise and run with it and build your passion project or something around your hobby or anything that resonates. And if it never sees the light of day, that's okay because it's educational and you've learned something. And I've actually learned a lot more from things that I never launched than the things that have been visible and have been very successful out there and visible in the world, whether that was launching SnuggySightings.com or doing Salesforce training. There have been a lot of things that I've hidden away from the world, a lot of first drafts, a lot of a lot of crazy ideas that just wouldn't work. But from that, I've learned a lot. And so it, this is all about finding your lane and then accelerating from there. So I wish you the best of luck in this season that we're in. And I'm rooting for you as well. And as well, just always reach out with your success stories. And perhaps I can feature you in a future episode of this podcast or in a video interview. Always interested in hearing your voices as well. So do leave me a message and you can do that as well. I'll have a link to that in the description. Just remember to keep it short and brief and announce your name and where you're from. And there's a one minute limit on those messages that you can send. So if you have any testimonials, feedback, positive, negative, any good news to share, I want to add your voice to this. So please do do that as well when you're not busy making your own experience on the platform like we just talked about today.
So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about You Relevant. And together, we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.